Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Sports Reality. Yo, what's going on, everyone? My name is Rike. My name is Jeremy, and we are from the DMV, right, Rike? Yep, yep. This is the debut of our first show, Sports Reality. I was told this is the first sports show for the radio station, so we're pretty excited. Yes, we are. So um, just a quick history. Uh, we started this as a podcast yep. right in our own living room, right? Yep. Yes. Um, Rike, how did I meet you? Uh, we met in high school, um, probably through sports. Uh, sports is a big part of both of our high school uh, years, so we probably met like playing basketball in the gym or something like that. Yeah, where I was busting you, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you stole me $5 because I beat you one-on-one, but whatever. <laughs> yes, we probably met in high school playing basketball or whatever, and throughout college and everything, we just had a strong bond through sports, so that's basically how we met, how we know each other. Yes, 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 yes. Well, um, what, do you, what is your... Um Real quick, what's your favorite sport to play? Um, I'm a lo- I'm a local fan. I'm a sport. I'm a fan of all hometown teams, like all across the board. I'm a Nats fan, Redskins fans. Hail to the Redskins! Doing big things this year. We'll get to that later in the show. Um, Caps fan. I was an Orioles fan before I was a Nats fan, but um, I still I still show love for the Orioles. But majorly a Nats fan. But all local teams basically. Wizards fan, even though we suck, don't know what we're doing. Still hey, a Wizards fan. We got the Die third hard. pick, right? We do. We'll talk about that later too. Yes, we will. We don't know. We're not going to know what to do with it though. But <laughs> very so it typical. Might not even really matter. But go ahead. Tell us what your teams are. Ah, uh, favorite team. Let's start with first. Bass. First, before you tell us that, tell us where you're from. I'm from the, the area. All right. Now tell us what your favorite teams are. All right. Go. Let's we're start gonna, with football. Oh, I thought we was going to leave that for last. Nah, go ahead. No, tell no, no, right. no. I want to leave that for last. All That's right. for best. Last is for the best. All right. For the uh, NBA, Washington Wizards. For uh, Major League Baseball, I was an Orioles fan until the Nationals came in town. Okay. You know, it was good to see baseball in D.C. We're on the same page so far. Uh, I do watch hockey. I love the Capitals. Yep. Went to a Caps game a couple months ago. Yes, we did. Caps, uh, Maple Leafs. Caps were victorious. I think it was 5-1. Yep. Ovi was frying. Unfortunately, the Caps aren't in right now. No. Um, soccer, D.C. United. Sure. Right. I, f- I forgot D.C. United. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, uh, my favorite football team. You want to know what it is? Do y'all want to know what it is? Favorite football team is the Dallas Cowboys. This nigga is a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> t- Look, everybody in the studio shaking their head. Everybody shaking their head. In the stu- I wish you guys could see them. Everybody in the studio. How many times have you been to Dallas? I have never been Thank to Dallas. Thank you. That is the question everybody asks this guy. Hasn't even been to Dallas for a board game. I haven't been to Dallas for a game. But, but he'll tell you he's many. a diehard Cows, uh, Cowboys fan, though. Of course. Favorite player growing up, Michael Irvin. That's why I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. Crackhead Michael Irvin. Hey, three Super Bowls, baby. Crackhead Michael Irvin. Whatever. <laughs> but yes, yes, yes. We're going to discuss more about who we are. and uh, Give us a quick rundown of what we're talking about today. Oh, yes. We have quite a, a lot of stuff on tap. Um, big newsmaker in the day, Sergio Garcia, Tiger Woods beat. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff going on with that. We have the NBA playoffs going on. Yep. They're going to discuss the um, Memphis-San Antonio game last night and also game one of the Easter Conference Finals with uh, Miami and the Indiana Pacers. We have um, we have the Kings staying in town. Yep. We have the NBA draft lottery. We also have... Which uh, is rigged. Yeah. We'll talk about that later, too. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, baseball, uh, the Nationals road trip, West Coast swing. They just uh, ended about uh, 30 minutes ago with a victory, but we're going to discuss about that. Um, the NHL playoffs. Unfortunately, the Caps aren't in, but I'm still yeah, a little man. interested. Yeah, I'm still going to watch. And we also have um, NFL news. 
uh, with the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I want to talk about my skins. Yes, yes, I want to talk about them too. They're an up-and-coming team, um, but uh, a lot of things in the news, especially with RG3 and his father. Uh, also, the um, quite um, the, the name change. That, yeah, that's controversy that's that comes the up controversy, here and there. Yes, it's it's currently relevant. It lies dormant, then it flares up. And currently, it's flaring up. So. My, um, Brian Erlacher's retirement. Yes, sudden, very sudden. Uh, but we also have um, our Q and A session, which was very popular on our previous podcast. Yes, and we have a topic of the week. Won't tell you what the topic is. You just have to stay tuned till later in the show. But it's yes. a good topic. It's an entertaining topic. Everyone should enjoy this. It's a topic I know everyone thinks about. But it's not talked about enough, and we're going to talk about it today. Yes, and we will. So let's um, let's just jump right into the Sergio Garcia and Tiger Woods beef. You want a brief rundown of how that started? All right, tell us how the beef started. Well, the beef is, it's been a beef ever since Sergio Garcia has uh, come onto the PGA Tour from Spain. Uh, he was supposed to be the rival to Tiger Woods, um, the very similar, close in age. Okay. Uh, He came into the tour about two years after Tiger Woods did. And um, Tiger Woods, of course, has just always won. He's won many majors. He has 14 majors so far. I think Sergio may have one or two. I may be wrong, but I think it's like one or two. Um, So yeah, that was supposed to be um, his rival. It's not really a rival. Well, two weeks ago at the Players' Championship, Mm -hmm. uh, we have... um, Sergio Garcia about to take a shot, and uh, at the tee, Tiger Woods is at the tee, going to take, uh, getting ready for his. Uh, Tiger Woods apparently took out his club, and I do not know why this happens in golf, but the the crowd got excited. And around this time that the crowd got excited, um, Sergio Garcia was actually going to take a shot. Now the crowd did get excited, the crowd died down, Sergio then took his shot in that order yes in the exact order we're not embellishing this um took the shot and then looked right back at tiger woods with like a glare like a disgust disgust man so yeah so um he's upset and then he of course starts whining and crying and we do have a clip of that coming up shortly but yeah he was whining and crying and here it is now But yeah, yeah, so um, here it is. Here's the clips coming up for you. Okay, unfortunately, we don't have the clip up for you, but basically um, Sergio Garcia did uh, complain. and, and He's was, a whiner. He was whining a lot. He's a whiner. Whining a lot. So, uh, yes, um, so that continued. That was, like I said, two weeks ago. Let's fast forward. Fast forward to uh, about two days ago. Yep. Uh, we had um, a, uh, Tiger Woods at the uh, AT&T National, his own tournament mm-hmm. that will be here at Congressional in Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, he was asked, you know, would this beef end with uh, with uh, you and Sergio? And he basically said, uh, like, kind of brushed it off, like, uh, it's nothing. Right. Well, Sergio Garcia was in London. Uh, the Ryder Cup team, uh, the European team that won last year, was at an award ceremony, and he was asked uh, as a joke um, about his uh, relationship with Tiger Woods, and it was asked, 
you know, um, will y'all have dinner together during the Masters? I mean, during the um, U.S. Open yeah. coming in the summer. And he made the comment, uh, yeah, I'll have him over for dinner. And uh, we'll have uh, fried chicken every <laughs> night for dinner. Terrible. So, of course, you know, that was big controversy being that uh, Tiger Woods is an African-American. I know sometimes he tries to shy away from that, but he is. <laughs> um, he um, I'll have baked chicken, not fried chicken, <laughs> baked chicken. But, yeah, he, uh, he, he definitely uh, didn't like that. Not only him, um, a lot of people uh, did not agree with the comments. A lot of people thought it was racist. A lot so, of, of course, to be uh, to be correct after his mistake that he made intentionally Sergio goes and makes an apology and the apology to me sounded so insincere it sounded like he was just trying to cover himself wanted to say what was politically correct or what he was supposed to do and the funny thing about it is he OD'd on it like big time like his apology was overkill because it got to a part in his apology where he was just like man as soon as I as soon as I got out of that news conference I felt sick to my stomach I couldn't sleep the whole night I just, I'm, I'm just excited to meet Tiger. I'm just anxious to meet Tiger, rather, to apologize to him face to face, to apologize for what I did. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, he's overkill to say you couldn't sleep at night. Yeah. You felt nauseous to your stomach. Over, <laughs> that's overkill. So of course he uh, um, gave that apology. He actually gave another one. Uh, he spoke to his uh, several of his endorsements, uh, and they came up with a statement saying they're going to support him, and with all his endeavors and. That's where it is now. Of course, uh, the U.S. Open is coming up soon, yep. and that will be definitely the hot topic coming up with them. And uh, we're going to see if uh, Sergio could rebound and actually play good, and if Tiger Woods can actually play good in a major, and if he could get his 15th major. Uh, he's chasing um, – he's trying to get 18 before he retires. He already has 14. Yeah, I, very don't think, close. I don't think this little drama will face him. <laughs> yes. I don't think it's facing him. Yeah, so welcome back. We are the sports reality. And uh, let's just jump right into the NBA playoffs. Last night was game two of the Western Conference Finals between the Memphis Grizzlies and the San Antonio Spurs. We did watch that game together last night. Over on a late night happy hour. Uh, yes, late night happy hour. We will not say where. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Not yet. <laughs> but yeah, we went out last night and watched the game and also discussed our first show right now. But uh, yes, the um, Memphis Grizzlies did not look very good in the not first three quarters. Not at all. At all. They did not look very well. What very do you, I mean, to me... I never thought they were going to win the series. A lot of people were saying that they thought they were going to win and it was going to be a, a Grizzlies Heat finals. Um, I never thought they were going to win. I didn't think they were going to be able to pull it through because in order for them to win, I really feel like they need a lot more from Zach Randolph, a yes. lot more than what they're getting. And the main thing I think they need from him is him to make some free throws. Like, there's no excuse why you as an all-star, some say superstar, I'm keeping it at all-star, should not be scoring free throws. I think he was like 6 for 18. That's ridiculous. You, and especially if you're going to the line at pivotal points of the game, you need to be able to knock down your free throws. You're in the NBA. You're getting paid lots of – you need to be able to make free throws and layups. Uh -huh. And so they need a lot more from him to win. They're not getting much from him. Um, Mike Conley, I feel like, is playing playoff basketball. Yes. He's really kind of reeling that team on his own. Um, well, um, of course, no disrespect to Paul, uh, Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul is doing his thing too. Um, yeah, don't but, confuse Mark and Powell, please. Right, right. There's no comparison <laughs> in skill-wise. By far my favorite Gasol. But yeah, I think Mike Conley, Mike Conley's hooping. He's doing what it takes to win playoff basketball, but he's not really getting much help from Zach Randolph. I think Zach Randolph 
and the free throw thing is a real big thing. That that blows me. And then there was a portion in the game where him and Tony Allen were just, I mean, missing layup after layup after on one possession. And and on the layups, I mean, you're a huge dude. Why are you fading away on layups? He caught the rebound, faded away on two layups at a pivotal point of the game. So it's just like little things like that he needs to get together. And they can't afford to have those mistakes playing against the Spurs. Spurs are very poised. They're experienced. They're used to this. It's going to take not only coaching for the Grizzlies to have a chance, but it's going to take their star players to, to score. So what else do you think? That, or who, First of all, who do you think is winning the series? I think San Antonio is winning it. And how many? Um, it's probably going to go, uh, I'm going to say six. Six? Okay. Yeah, winning in six. So what do you think the Grizzlies need to do to win? Or what do you think about, what do you think that, yeah, what it'll take for them to win? <laughs> A very perfect game. And Basically, yeah. one of maybe Tony Parker or, that's the thing, the Spurs have so many weapons. Right. Yeah, they have I a can't. silent assassin, by the way. Shout out to Danny Green. Yes. And, uh, He's silent. He's silently... And, they have Kawhi Leonard up and coming. Yep. Where they're talking about in the next few years, he will be the uh, leader of the team yep. when Tim Duncan retires. Um, but um, I don't I don't see Memphis really having a chance at all. I think the first two games is the barometer of how they're going to play. It's right. not like OKC last year where they played, you know, really bad the first two games and then came back. To me. I think this is just how Memphis plays. Right. Yeah, I know in the regular season they split uh, four games, but this is just the way they are. And the Spurs are on a whole nother level right now. Like I said, Kawhi Leonard's playing good. Um, you said um, Danny Green shooting threes. Right. The, the, just a quick stat. Uh, the first two games, there's a 23-plus. The Spurs have made 23 more three-point shots than – the Grizzlies. That's big. Yes. Uh, they, they, uh, I mean, they have a lot of, like you said, they have a lot of weapons. They have a lot of shooters. So it's kind of a, hard to game plan to defend that team. And then another thing that's killing them is like the pick and roll with Tony Parker. It's kind of like, honestly, no team could ever guard that perfectly because, I mean, there's been a lot of times where he comes off of that pick and he's wide open. He's shooting jumpers. They yeah. have been late in the game. And then if he's not wide open, then Duncan's wide open. Right. He's still making that shot from the top of the key as well. And so. then what Duncan does is then actually passes out of the post. Right. Two. To Silent Assassin, Danny Green. Or to Kawhi Leonard. And another thing that makes it kind of hard to guard Danny Green, I don't know if you noticed, but when he catches the ball, his release is quick and he gets his feet under him pretty quick. Yes. So it's kind of like he's able, because we saw last night how he was shooting kind of these unbalanced shots. So it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to guard somebody like that that can shoot an unbalanced shot and has a quick release. So that's another thing that works for him and it's hard for the Grizzlies to defend. But um, no, the Grizzlies did make a um, comeback. They oh, were yeah, they down did. by 18. They, they did. And, you know, we did bash Zach Randolph, uh, but he was a reason why they came back in the fourth quarter. Um, there also was the Manu Ginobili foul oh, on yes. Tony Allen. And, was um, was it a we, flop we do, or not? Yeah, we do have the clip of that. Um, or and not. it was, it, man, he did, he did wonders with, do you, with do that. Do you agree with the Franklin crawl? I guess by rule, right. I guess they had to, but. Man, the flopping would make me as an official not want to. Give them the give them the flagrant foul because of all the flopping and the and the 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 wonderful acting drama play that Tony Allen put on once he was on the ground. But I mean, by technically by rule, it's a flagrant foul. And the only re the only way I would not have called a flagrant foul 
is if after he grabbed his arm, if he tried to catch him or something, try to at least brace his fall. But he literally grabbed his arm and just pulled him down. So you can't really let that slide. Yeah. And then once he was on the ground, my man grabbed his head, started rolling, <laughs> was lying down. Honestly, after the first replay they showed, I was just like, he didn't even hit his yeah. head. Yeah. There we was no part where he hit his head. <laughs> well, I was saying that I had just got home and I was like, man, they 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 really blew this. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they, he ended up in two free throws and Mike Conley hit a clutch uh, layup to tie the game. It goes to overtime. Now in overtime, Memphis make some questionable decisions uh, yeah. down by down by three with about 18 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Bayless, who was playing very well throughout the season and the playoffs, he gets the um, the inbound pass and he has two options either to take that three wide open or go straight down the hole, take the open layup and make it a free throw contest game. Right. And he decided to take an off balance three point shot that didn't even hit the rim. Terrible. It hit the That's just IQ. hit the backboard like That's a mixture of bad coaching, IQ. I mean And then the next possession when they get the ball, he then gets the ball and he takes his sweet time to decide what he wants to do. Conley does not touch the ball on this possession and he takes another ill-advised three. And they came up short. The score was nine three eighty nine. And unfortunately you can't make these type of mistakes against the San Antonio Spurs. I mean yeah. they'll just capitalize off of that. And these are the small mistakes that are the reason why. I think they can't bounce back and why they can't win the series. Well, let's move on to the NBA lottery last night. Draft lottery last night. Which was rigged. Yes, which I think is rigged too. We had that last night. And the Cleveland Cavaliers once again have the first pick in NBA draft. I mean, that alone is part of the reason that supports my theory of it being rigged. I mean, it doesn't take much to prove that the NBA is rigged. But... I mean, even though they have the number one pick again, like, who are they getting? They're not about to get anyone that's going to contribute to this team. So it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, they have number one. It was rigged. It doesn't do them any good, though. I mean, projected to go number one is Nerlens Noel. Is that is he really going to help the team? I don't really think yeah, so. Yeah, he may not be ready until um, Right, and it's still crazy that he's December. still projected number one to me after coming off of a season where he didn't play. <laughs> so it's weird. But, um... I think it's rigged. What do you think? I think it is, too. Uh, let's rewind to 2010. The uh, A. Poland died in 2009. Washington Wizards get the number one pick. Right. Not likely to get it, um, but they did. Yep. Then uh, let's go to 2011. Or is it 2000? 2011, yes. Yeah. LeBron James leaves. Oh, the next year we're going to get you Kyrie Irving. Exactly. <laughs> and then last year, um, the... Well, he's the current owner also. The New Orleans Saints decides to buy the New Orleans Hornets, where now they're going to be changed to the Pelicans. Pelicans. That's such a terrible mascot. He he buys the team, and look what you get. The number one pick, you get Anthony Davis. So, yes, I think it's rigged. Uh, I think Orlando really should have got the number one pick. And it's crazy that I'm saying they should have, but it's, you know, percentage-wise, they really should have. And I just thought they would have got it. But um, things did not go according. Uh, and like you said, um, don't know what they're going to do with the pick. I did hear a rumor that they're thinking about trading, trading the pick? that pick. <laughs> don't know. But the Washington Wizards, talk about our local team and our favorite teams. Washington Wizards got the number, number three, three pick. pick. They were the they had we picking? 3% chance of getting the number one pick. So it was a shocker that they got the number three pick. Yeah. Um, I don't know who they're picking. Um, I think... Um, if you do go for Otto, Otto Porter out of Georgetown, it's a solid pick. Yeah. He will be in the NBA. He'll be a solid player for 10, 10 years. And 
I think that'll be the worst case scenario. Solid player for 10 years. Best case scenario, he'll be an all-star multiple times. Um, I Man, think to basically sum it up, the NBA draft is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that. I'm going to keep tweeting that, too. I also think the Washington Wizards, if they can make this deal to move down and to get Shabazz Muhammad out of UCLA, he is very NBA-ready, like, from high school, he was legitimately NBA ready. You and I, two regular people, can think of that. But the question is, can the Washington Wizards think of that? Can Ernie Grunfeld think of that? Man, I don't know how this guy I has don't know. a job. I don't like, know. At all. You know, the decisions that, that he's made, like Jan Vesely, that should just be it. You, you drafted Jan Vesely. Oh, you decided to, um, you know, sign Gilbert Arenas to a large contract. Before he stepped back on the court. Man, I like Gilbert Arenas, but come on, guy. Let's be serious. Yeah, that contract was ridiculous. And then, you know, of course, the drama with the guns in the locker room. He had to then, you know, it became a wholesale. He had to get rid of everybody. But the uh, contracts, the bad contracts, the Nick Young to JaVale McGee. And and just just all the things with with them. Very bad. Shelvin Mack, who's not even on the team anymore. Mack, man, we got to cut this. I can't even talk about the Wizards no more. <laughs> what else is going on in the NBA? Um, the Heat. Oh, yes. The and Heat. Indiana play tonight. Tip off. Tip right off. now. Actually, it's about to tip off right now. Right now. Yes. Uh, Who do we, you have winning that series and why? Miami in six. I th- and they're just far more superior. But I think Indiana will get uh, two wins. And I think it'll probably be two at home. But... But Indiana, in, I mean, Miami in six. What do you think? Basically, I have Miami um, in six because they're the Miami Heat. That's basically it. I mean, Are they that mar- that much superior than everyone in the East? I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, they are. And, I mean, they've been chilling for a while now, like about a week. They've just been relaxing, and that could have been a – that could be a blessing and a curse, um, a blessing for Dwayne Wade and his, uh, and his injury. Has time to nurse it. And they've just had time to relax. It could be a bad thing, too. They could knock them out of sync so they could start off the game one shaky. So it could go either way. But um, I think it'll more so go in their favor. Um, I have them winning in six. I continue. Yeah, I I think uh, LeBron James MVP will just uh, continue on his MVP campaign. And And Chris Bosh will continue to do damage that nobody recognizes. Nobody gives him any credit for. Oh, we talk about him very bad. He has lots of memes, which we have a few coming up. Yo. (laughs) Chris Bosh cannot live. No, he can't live. Anytime anything goes on, Chris Bosh's face is placed in any type of meme. He's an integral part for the uh, Miami Heat. He is. He's their best best defender. Shooting guard. <laughs> their best shooting. <laughs> he might be their best shooting guard. Chris <laughs> so Bosch is cash. Oh, so he's just better than Dwayne Wade. Uh, that's a whole other story. I we'll mean, talk about that at in, in, in another episode. But yeah, moving on. We like I said, moving on to our sports memes. This is uh, just an interesting. Uh, we want to bring entertainment to the to the show. We have a few sports memes um, coming up. And they're just quite. That is Chris Bosh. <laughs> Has 65 million years of practice. Still not the best player in the NBA. Because he looks like a dinosaur in that picture, doesn't That's he? That's disrespectful. <laughs> like he does land, look like a dinosaur. Land before though. time. A little foot right there. He does look like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, you can split the screen with him and a dinosaur and 
<laughs> we have another one, uh, meme number two. Uh, diehard Miami Heat fans established in 2010. That That's real, and it goes for and it goes for Boston <laughs> fans too. When Boston oh, went on 2008. their little run, Yo, oh my you god, you can tell anybody anything. Oh, there were man. Boston fans. I knew diehard. One, I knew one Boston fan before 2008, and he was from Boston, and we still clowned him. We still clowned him. Right. 2008 came around, and he was walking. All these Miami Heat chest, fans came out of nowhere. Just out. <laughs> but yeah, it's a meme number three. <laughs> Photo taken after Dwight Howard's free throw practice. He's got better. Give him a break. Better at what? Free throws. Since when? I think. I hope. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I think that's what the picture was taken at the uh, Lakers practice facility. And we, uh, we have meme number four. Don't bring a girl to Yo, the NBA playoffs. Yo, when I saw this meme, I had to look at it like two times. I was confused. I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're talking about Bieber. <laughs> Don't bring a girl to the NBA playoffs. She'll get bored. Man, Gomez looks like she's really into it at the Lakers game. I remember that was the Lakers-Spurs like game last some, year. I don't know what it looks like she's doing. And the Biebs looks blown. Yeah, because he's a little girl. He really does look like a little girl. No offense to you, Justin Bieber, but you look like a little girl. <laughs> so, yeah, those those are the few sports memes that we have. If you have sports memes out there. Yeah, email it to us. We'll show on the next show. Yes, email them to us, thesportsreality at gmail.com. Once yeah, again. some sports memes. We're going to probably show those every week. Those don't get old. There's like a new one every week. So <laughs> we're going to have ones to show you every week. Thesportsreality at gmail.com. Yes. Yes, welcome back. We are. Let's move right into Major League Baseball. Wait, before we start with baseball, um, tweet. I forgot to tell you guys. At the, end of the ses- at the end of the show, we have a question and answer portion. So you guys can tweet us, text us um, some questions, and we're going to ask them on air and discuss them. Um, real quick, tweet. Uh, if you're tweeting us, you can tweet us at, at SportsRealityLV. That's Sports, S-P-O-R-T-S, Reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-L-V. And you can tweet us sports questions. We're going to ask them at the end. So I forgot to tell you guys to do that. But go ahead and tweet us that. Yes, 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 yes. Moving on to Major League Baseball, the Washington Nationals, the local team and our favorite team, just ended a West Coast road trip with a 2-1 victory over the San Francisco Giants in the 10th inning. Uh, It's been a brutal road trip. Right. Had some ups and some downs. And one of the ups was uh, definitely a win tonight today but a down was Bryce Harper man running into the wall in in LA last week and we do have a clip of that uh, that we would like to show and man it, in case you haven't seen it here it, it is it, it it's it, it looks funny. bad and it was as bad as it looked but yeah it's look at this I mean it's as bad as it looks he didn't play the next game did he no it's like he was so focused on the ball, he did not see the one. He didn't feel the warning track. And and because you know, it's, this is first time playing in right field. Uh, he started out, of course, as a catcher in high school. Right. Uh, and then when they did, well. when they did put him, when they did put him in um, at the outfield, he played center and left. Never played right, and also he never played right in that stadium. Um, so I think that was part of the reason why he ran into it, and he was. Man, he got yeah, it was bleeding. Yeah, was that gash in his mouth or was it, was it like, like under his, his neck? neck? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's like a chain link fence right there. So he ran right into that. Tag. And um, that's bad. He didn't play the next game. Next game. They said he had like concussion like symptoms, right? Yes, yes, yes. Did they ever say that he had concussion? I didn't hear anything about it. No, they it. said he passed, but I think he had it though. Man, that's tough. But yeah, um I just think um 
that was whew, that was very brutal. But he, you know, he came back. He had a nice catch tonight. Today, could not get that clip for y'all, but we probably will get that in probably next week. I heard it was very nice, and I saw the clip on my phone. But uh, let's move on to the NFL. Lots of stuff going on in the NFL. King in America. Even in the offseason, we have lots of things going on. We have uh, the Washington Redskins, your favorite team. Yep. And the local team. Not my favorite team, but we, we already established that uh, that's earlier. That's just loyal to your roots. We've established that already. That you're some whack Cowboys fan, never stepped foot in Dallas. Hey, hey. Have you even been to a Cowboys game? Yes. Where? Uh, in New York, in Philly, in this area, in Carolina. Yeah, but you're still whack because you're from <laughs> I'll be the going, DMV. I'll be going to Detroit this year and Chicago to go see How do you that. feel supporting Tony Romo? How could that be your quarterback? I don't even understand. Let's not even get started. Yeah. Blood pressure. Remember, we had, our, we had our State of the Cowboys address in our podcast. How could you, how could you we're gonna get to support that. a team where Corny, Tony, excuse me, Romo is behind center? Like, hey, I don't even understand. I was a fan years before Tony got there. Right. And as soon as I he came, you should have jumped ship. Nobody would have judged you. I supported it in the lows. <laughs> and right now, we're in the lows right now. Anyways, we were talking <laughs> about my skins. Right now, we got a little controversy going on again about our name. It's like a topic that comes up, goes down, comes up, come, goes down. And currently, it's an issue now. Um, what's funny is I can't get to the right quote, but um, it was said that there was an actual Native American that said their main issue right now is that the people speaking for them are not Native Americans. I wish I had the direct quote in the article. I'm gonna look that up and bring it to you guys next week, probably. That that but is somewhat true. The big, the most people having an issue about the Redskins' names are not Native Americans, and Native Americans aren't really the voices you're hearing about the issue. Me personally, I mean, people call me racist all the time. <laughs> Yes. Um, I don't know. It's, Calling people. You know, I'm not going to say it right now. People call no, me racist all the time, but still, I like to think that for the most part, you know, I'm culturally sensitive or whatever. But when it comes to this, I mean, this has been the name for years. Yes. It, it, becomes, a, it becomes an issue one month, seven months later, one year later, it pops up. I mean, I don't really think it's a big deal. Me personally, as a, as a Skins fan, I like to say I'm being unbiased, but I'm not. I don't think the name should change. Um, I'm not gonna say it's not a big deal because I don't want I want to be culturally sensitive, but at the same time I don't think there's so many Native Americans out there complaining about this or that have an issue with this. And of course I can't know really what the exact number is, but I mean I don't think the name should change. Cheap. Oh, what's your name, my man? Enough said. Enough said. He's dropping some knowledge on me right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Dobson's the one who spoke up. All right. Appreciate that. But yeah. Um, you think the name should change? I really don't care, to be honest. I really don't. Of course you don't. You and don't no, 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 no. I really don't care. It's going to be weird, you know, if they did change. But if they don't, I don't have a problem. So I don't. different. Yeah, very, very yeah. different on that specific topic. I mean, I, I don't want the name to change, of course, because I'm a dire fan. That's what I grew up with. That's the name. But... I mean, if it changed, I'm not gonna be irate. I'm not gonna go crazy and be like, "Oh, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan anymore." But it's whatever. But uh, moving on to our next topic, uh, we're talking about the Washington Redskins, and you made a mention about Tony Romo. Tony Romo did sign an extension uh, not too long ago. Right. Um, he's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks and players in the NFL. Uh, real quick, give us a real um, a rundown of um, what he has to show for for that. Real quick. Nothing. Oh. Right. I'm 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 being honest. I'm one right. of the probably 
Most logical crazy, Dallas right? Cowboys fan. It's crazy. He has one playoff win. That that's nothing. But Man. he he has new. He, and that's one thing I can respect respect with you is at least you're a realistic Cowboys fan. Thank if you. If I asked another Cowboys fan that, they would go off into a tent. They would start taking shots at the Redskins. When I'm asking them a question about their cowgirls, they would take shots at Redskins. But I respect you for giving the truthful answer, which is nothing. He has nothing to show for that. But you know, but nevertheless, I mean, he's getting the money. Yeah, I'm not. And he has new new expectations. Um, to be honest, it's Super Bowl or bust for the next two to three years. Yes, we don't, it is. We, wanna, we don't win a Super Bowl. It's it was not worth it at all. And uh, but unfortunately, we're in a weird predi- uh, position where. There's no one really out there better that we can get in the draft or through free agency. It's there like is it. it's kind of like you're stuck with them, and yeah. you are. Yeah, he's in that second tier of quarterbacks, and it's just like we just have to deal with them. Yeah, but you know, one thing about Tony Romo, uh, our offensive line is very bad, and I think with our offensive line, he's actually one of the better quarterbacks because we need someone who's actually mobile enough to avoid the rush. And get and look downfield, and uh, I mean, yeah, I give passes. Tony Romo a hard time, but he's not like trash. Oh, well, I mean, he's just—I just don't like him being hyped up or spoken about too much. I don't like him being spoken in the same sentence as people that I do consider good quarterbacks because, I mean, he hasn't proved much to me. But I mean, he's not trash, but he's also not worth that much money to <laughs> me. But. I could be being biased. Yeah, let's move on real quick to uh, Brian Urlacher retired all of a sudden today. He was a free agent. And then 13 decided, seasons? Yeah, and then decided. All with the Bears? Yes, and then decided to uh, retire. Um, real quick, just one question. Do you think he'll, he's a Hall of Famer? I do. I agree with you. He's uh, a Hall of Famer. Eight-time Pro Bowl. Um, he's been on the All-Pro team numerous times. Uh, Super Bowl appearances, playoff wins. Uh, many tackles. An many amazing sacks. athlete for his body. Playmaker. <laughs> size. His size. He should be a lot huge. slower. He's, he's deceptively quick. He's like 6'4", right? He's like 6'4". 260? I think maybe more. He it's could huge. be. He could be. But um, just I think he should. He thinks Hall of Famer, and I think he probably would be a first ballot Hall of Famer also. Yeah, he is. Moving on to our topic of the week. Yes, we made y'all wait. But uh, it's an interesting topic of the week. Uh, with the NBA playoffs going on, of course, every post-game press conference is on national television. So now the NBA players are taking that opportunity to showcase their wardrobe. So we have um, some pictures of NBA players in their wardrobe. The NBA <laughs> And, you know, some of them NBA are NBA athletes' wardrobe. So- that is a topic that is not talked about enough. Like... <laughs> It is not mentioned enough. You see, like, maybe post-game interviews, like, briefly. But look at this, man. This is Dwayne Wade uh, after He the- knows good and well those are Gabrielle Union's pants. Yes. With his suit jacket. He knows good and well. And I'm not just saying because they're cropped, because um, that's not why I'm saying it. Look at his thighs. It is curved t- for a woman's thigh. That's not, that's not, <laughs> those are not man's pants. I don't care what anybody tells me. And, all, and I don't even know where this came from. D-Wade did not used to always. No. Try to make these fashion statements or try to just, yeah, make these fashion statements. I don't even know where they came from, but those are women's pants. We have another uh, picture of Dwayne Wade in his uh, floral couch uh, jacket right there. I don't even know what this is right here. Man. That's a tablecloth. That looks like a tablecloth. Picture number three, we have Kobe Bryant. This was Christmas Day in L.A. I understand L.A. is not the hottest place, but it is definitely not. That, that wardrobe is not appropriate for that weather out there. 
with the fox uh, around the neck, Yo. looking like uh, Prince Zamunda from Coming to America. <laughs> Man. Picture number four, we have LeBron James, I guess in his Hawaiian sweater in Miami. Or I guess that's supposed to be Miami. I guess, you know, South Beach. Maybe it's cold in the arena or something. I, uh, I don't know. Because Kobe had on the coat. He has on the sweater. <laughs> maybe that transition from in the arena to out to the car is, like, pretty cold. Yeah, I don't maybe. know if the air blows on you when you walk out or something. We have a next one. Um, Russell Westbrook. This guy is just a clown. He's yeah, we have a, a few of him. But Russell Westbrook He's looks like... What, what, what's on that shirt? What is the pattern? This is pajamas. Man, this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. He said, I'm ready to go to bed after this game. We have another one by Russell Westbrook right now. Um... Man, futuristic right there. <laughs> that's too futuristic. You need to chill. <laughs> you need to stay in the present. That's, yes, te- yes, that's, yes. that's terrible. We have one with Carmelo Anthony. Um, I mean, I don't expect anything from this guy off the court. You know, the general the right there. Anything. He's looking like a Nazi. Hello. He's looking like a Nazi. Hello. We have uh, James Harden. and um, I like James and, Harden. And, and, um, no shade will, Chan- ever been given, will ever be given to James Harden for me. The beard. <laughs> Chandler Parson right there. Man. I mean, I can't say anything to him about his wardrobe. I mean, you probably like it's it. Expe- right? No, I don't like it. Do you this, think he's cute? No, I don't. You don't think Chandler I don't think Parson? every Caucasian person is cute, Jeremy. Oh, I'm sorry. I just every time we're out somewhere, Jeremy be like, oh, you probably think he's cute because he's white. I mean, dang. Hey, man, you got a preference. Gosh. You know, I have a preference. We're not too. talking about that. This is a sports show. We <laughs> <laughs> got stuff off air. Russell Westbrook. Is that with a cutoff? Sleeve? Yeah. Cut off. Cut off hoodie? Sleeveless. That's a cut off hoodie? Cut off. That's a cut off hoodie? Is that With a hood? Chain. With the one chain. One chain, one chain. You're <laughs> whack, brother. You're one chain. Oh, Rajon Rondo. Rajon with the zebra blazer. <laughs> Man. And we have Swaggy P right there. Nick Young. Yo, I knew he had to be. He, you can't have. You can't talk about wardrobe and not put Nick Young in here. Swaggy P. Swaggy P. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look to your left, brother. You see Chris Paul. That's professional. D- d- look just nice. look. Look, look at the fun. look at the older people in the game. You got older brothers to look up to. Is in the that league. Chris or Cliff? Which one? That's Chris. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that could have been Cliff. Commercial's cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this dude. But yeah, doing. that's just the few pictures, a uh, few few wardrobes, outfits of these NBA players. And that's one thing that's not talked about enough, man. These <laughs> NBA stars, I mean, you got money. This is what this is what this is what people talk about. I mean, it's not a it's not a cliche that you get money, you just forget how to act. I mean, these dudes are not but I'm a firm believer that Nick Young was wearing this stuff before. Oh yeah, he is. He was wearing this stuff dude, from that's, that's I don't him. know when. When I used to see him around the Verizon this Center. Cali boy. That's what he would pretty much wear every day. That's uh, crazy. Let's move on to our Sports Reality Q&A. We have a few people who have already sent us questions through our Twitter account. And um, we have a few questions. We have one from Yannick Skerritt, Yannick Fury on Twitter. Would you trade the number one pick for, I guess that is um, Boogie, um, what's his name? Um, Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins. And he's talking about Cleveland. Would you trade the number one pick for DeMarcus Cousins? Would I? Yes, I would. You would? I'm a DeMarcus Cousins fan. I think he's a little bit more capable of what he's doing. But um, him and Kyrie Irving, I mean, it's really would you have him, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, over Nerlens Noel? And yes, I would. I think it's a better fit for the team. I think the team will be better with DeMarcus Cousins as opposed to Nerlens Noel. In short, yeah, I would do it. I don't know right now. I don't. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins is a, is, a, is a head case. He's just one blow up. Away from destroying your team, 
Uh, we have another question by Nick V1021 on Twitter. The Niners losing Crabtree. Yes, he uh, was injured today, tore his Achilles. Uh, how far do you think they will fall in the power rankings? They were pretty much the favorites to go back to the Super Bowl. How far do you think they'll fall, fall down? Uh, I think this creates problems for them just even within the division with the Seahawks. Um, Crabtree, ah, him and him and Colin Kaepernick like were kind of connected. Like they had a they had a routine, a pattern. A, a, some they were like bonding basically on the yeah. field. Crabtree's a, a big receiver for them. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. Is there's definitely going to be impact with him being out? Uh, this is my bold. I still think. I mean, they're still a solid team with you know without him, but he still was kind of like their go-to. So this is my bold prediction. They won't win the division. That's all I'm going to say. They can very well make it as a wild card in the playoffs, but they won't win the division, especially with the additions that Seattle Seahawks have um, have made. Uh, we have another question from – we have a few of them. A well, couple, couple of them are the same question. Yeah, some of them are the same. Um, oh, from um, Alex Duh Great, Alex Duh underscore Great, should Tiger Woods accept Sergio Garcia's weak apology? Um, should he? No. Will he? Yes, because he's a gentleman. He'll be a gentleman <laughs> and accept his apology and probably say it was nothing. Should he accept it? No, because it wasn't a real apology and he basically made that comment intentionally, meant to say what he said. He just apologized to cover himself, but he will accept the apology. Do I think he should? I mean... No, it wasn't a real apology. If he really apologized, then I would say. But no, I don't think he should. Um, I agree with you. He will. Um, and I think it doesn't really matter if he accepts it or not. He's going to go on the golf course, and he's going to try and do his thing. And how he's going to do his thing is actually try and destroy Sergio at every right. opportunity he can. Right. On the same lines, uh, Darius Dunning, D-Money, one and only on Twitter. Is Tiger finally back? He did win the Players' Championship. Is Tiger finally back? Back, And what will his legacy be when it's all said and done? Is he finally back? Everyone asked that question. It's a popular question. Um, I mean, I know he had a, had a hit, but, I mean, he was on the road to coming back from the beginning, I think. So is he back to where he was? No. Um, is he on, on route to that? I believe so. So... I wouldn't say he's completely back, but he's on route, I would say. Yeah, I don't think he's completely back, but I think at the end of his career, he's very young. He's in his 30s. I think he will bypass um, Arnold Palmer and and Jack Nicklaus, and he will win. He will have the most majors in PGA Tour history. Uh, I don't think he's there yet, but he will. Uh, we have another question from Latrice Johnson, Treese324 on Twitter. With Erlacher's retirement, do you believe that the Bears will suffer or be just fine for the upcoming season? Well, um, Erlacher was a free agent, um, but just to answer the question, um, I think there's going to be some adjustments that the Chicago Bears are going to have to make. Uh, Lance Briggs, uh, he is now the middle linebacker and just yesterday said he was uh, quite uncomfortable, you know, calling plays. You know, but he's just learning for the first time. And he said he was privileged to be next to Brian Erlacher and to just play instead of now calling the plays and and now being the leader on defense. What do you think? Um, even though it was said that this retirement was sudden, I think the Bears kind of had some clue 
that, you know, he was going to get phased out. Um, so I think they prepared for it. But, I mean, regardless, you can't replace Brian Urlacher. I mean, he's a he's a leader. You know, he's a big man, like, in the locker room and on the field. So that's going to – that in itself will have an impact. But, but um, I mean, I think they'll be all right because I think they've been preparing for this. Just as we're wrapping up, we just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us, Sports Reality LV on Twitter. Yep. Uh, you can email us your questions, comments. Uh, if you have sports memes, you have bloopers you would want us to show, or just any sports video or any information on any sports going on in your community, uh, email us at thesportsreality at gmail.com. You can also follow our individual Twitter pages. I am J squared zero two one J S Q U A R E D zero two one. What is your handle, Rike? Mine is O underscore A K A N D E. So go ahead, check us out. Um, ask us, like you said, any questions, anything you want to see, you think should be put on the show. Give, we will take suggestions. Um, until then, we'll check you guys all out next year. Thank you again yes. for come, everyone. Come back next Wednesday and thank you. And until next time, Rike. Yo, sports reality.